The unofficial start of free agency is here. Welcome to the Misreps Podcast. My name's Kanal. Adam, how you doing, man? I am good. And, you know, just for everyone out there and on YouTube and everywhere else, praise the sun. Praise it. Praise it. <laughs> what is what, This is your sun dance. <laughs> My sun dance because daylight savings uh, kicked in over the weekend. And it was funny because I was actually up around the time and I was like walking out and I was like, let me just get like. You know, it's very late, obviously. I just want a little snack or just some water. I come out, I'm like, man, oh, okay, it's like two in the morning. Cool. Look at my phone. Oh, it's three. What happened? I was like, oh, <laughs> we get more sun now. Yeah. And but- hopefully, and hopefully, uh, I've been hearing in the government, they're trying to um, hold on to this daylight savings, like indefinitely, but we'll see. Yeah, some states do, some states don't. I'm talking about overall, all of America. Yeah, I feel like that'll be good luck getting that passed. <laughs> I want it done. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty sweet. Like uh, you can tell, it's still daylight here over here too. So uh, definitely don't mind that. Oh yeah, man. So I mean, but dude, free agency is here. Well, the, the, it's basically like the unofficial start of free agency as of the time of the recording. This is the fourteenth for us here. Um, a free agency officially starts tomorrow on the fifteenth. But a lot of moves have already happened, and we're so excited to go through them with you all. Yeah, it's just all about like officializing the deal. I think that the only thing they'll say is like Wednesday you can officialize your deal then, but it's already done. It's just done by word of you know, just like hey, we shook hands on it. We just can't sign the paperwork till Wednesday. So. Yeah, I think the the franchise tags and all that stuff we talked about last week. I think those mm-hmm. are done deals. Like in terms of like when you could do those, it's just like the signing the new contracts and that's internal though. Like internal, you can you internally know, yeah, you, deals, you franchise tags. That's easy. It's just when you're trying to like, I guess pick up, apparently everyone's just like, yeah, I want him. I want him and him too. And we'll just wait till Wednesday. And I'm just like, okay, everyone got their players because the Seahawks have actually like signed a big free agency deal in the past. Like who would have thunk? Who would have thunk it? Like what, three, year, three or four years or so? Because usually we just wait till the second round and we get people for like a year and seven, basically the vet, the vet minimum, if you will, right? So we signed Jamont well, Jones from the the Broncos. We're slowly for, just we're just slowly cannibalizing that team, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah. I mean, we kind of are, and I mean, I don't know what they're trying to do because I think they're trying to let some receivers go, but we'll get to them later. But three years, fifty-one million dollar deal, and I think about like. 30 ish million of it is like uh, guaranteed. Um, he's the D tackle that we need in the center. I don't, you know, besides the draft coming up, we may hopefully get either Jalen Carter or, um, you know, Anderson Jr., but we can place him anywhere. This is the beauty yeah. of it. Just go and watch like any footage of Draymond Jones and you can place him at nose, you can place him at two eye, you can place him at four, five, whatever you want. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, I think this is the fact that we made this move after we had Brandon Jackson come in. You know, oh, we yeah. know it's a, you know it's a him kind of guy because I think that's the kind of organization that we run. So it's I'm pretty stoked having a we haven't had a young defensive tackle like I mean like I, I should say not young. He's, we always had like, like no, he's like 26, 27. Yeah, I think it's right somewhere around there. But oh, yeah. what I mean is that we haven't had a we always seem to get those veterans, you know, at defensive tackle and nose tackle and then we'll have like some very young maybe undrafted rookies like that's how Puna Ford came through and that kind of yeah. thing. But we haven't had like a guy that's kind of like in his prime come in and be that anchor on our defensive line for a long time since you know Michael Bennett and Cliff Averill and all those guys. So it's yeah. pretty it's a pretty exciting place to be at least, you know, from a fan we actually did something, you know, that's more than the pack we can say if we were Packers fans. Oh no, Packers! They just notoriously known for never doing free agency. They're just all about draft. That's us. 
Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, we can, again, we can place him anywhere. I think this is really good. Like at the very least, we at least have someone at D tackle. If we went to go and get an edge and another D tackle way later in the draft or something, we at least have a vet presence right there. Which is what you were uh, talking about last week. You wanted at least one vet of some kind on the D line somewhere. So we don't have every rookie uh, imaginable there. Right. So, I mean, that's like our only signing so far, but in terms of anything else the Seahawks have done, we've just been doing pretty much a lot of cap savings. So uh, Cody Barton, he was signed to the commanders. Um, it's I, I don't know why they let him go, but I guess they just want to save as much money as possible and let it either, either um, spend it like we just did with uh, Draymond Jones. Um, and, you know, he's to the commander, so good luck to him. Uh, I like. Got a, I think he got a one-year fully guaranteed deal, so, yes. you know, more power to him. Like, you know, that's fully guaranteed contracts are, you know, always yeah. very appealing. I'll take those. And, of course, I already knew this was going to happen. Well, not to the team he's going to, but I knew we were going to release him. That's Rashad Penny. Uh, he is now with the Eagles, which, I mean, hey, when healthy, Rashad Penny is, like, one hell of a running back. But, of course, you just have to, like, use him in tandem with another running back because those injuries. That's yeah. just the thing. When healthy. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he was he, he he was off to the races. I mean, we gave him a one-year prove-it deal, and, you know, one you always hope that those one-year prove-it deals pan out for everyone because then, you know, it means that you can you can keep him for, for a longer period of time and, you know, if you can get that contract with him. But, you know, it just didn't work out for him. But, you know, Rashad Penny on the Eagles. The Eagles, they're a good running team. They still have a, a relatively solid offensive line core. You know, he should get he should get a lot of touches on that team. So he should thrive, hopefully, and stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have some um, other releases from the D-line, actually. And Quentin Jefferson, who I believe we chose him in the, not the first, I think it was the third round we chose him in the draft, a while, like a, what, four or five years ago now? Was it no, five, so he, he was like, he's bounced around. So we he, he was on the team, I think, when we won the Super Bowl. I think that's how long he's been, he, long ago he was on the team. But you can mm-hmm. probably fact check me on this. But, you know, I think he was he on was the Colts there. at yeah, one point. There. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on the Colts at one point too, I think, and you know, so he was he was kind of like a veteran that came, um, that came last season, uh, but yeah, he he he's a, you never know, he might he might he might actually end up coming back on like an even smaller contract. We'll see what happens with that one. Yeah, but yeah, it was back in 2016. We drafted him. Um, I don't remember the. Okay, place so we after the Super him. Bowl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we drafted him. Um, but then he only had like a he only played for us like a good three seasons. Then he was going um, all around, of course. But you know, got to save money. Quentin Jefferson and Shelby Harris. That's a another big name um, that we let go. Which honestly, I believe the cap savings was around 13 million. That's one thing, and then two is just like I, for the just for the pair just, of them. Yeah, for the pair. And we're just trying to get younger at this point. I think everyone knows we're, we're getting younger because it started last year when we let, like, Russell, you know, we traded Russell Wilson, got rid of Bobby Wagner. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Yeah, bring him home. Bring him home. We're trying to bring him home, but, you know, I think he's really Bobby, not Russ. Yeah, Bobby. <laughs> Russ can stay where he at. You know, he he got it going for him. So, uh, but yeah, Quentin Jefferson, Shelby Harris, they're released. You know, good luck to them in their um, future endeavors. And finally, this is just more of a question, but you, do we think uh, Puna Ford is on the chopping block, or are we going like are we going to try to retain him on some type of a decent deal, or are we going to like let him he's go? still under think, contract, right? I thought he was up for free. I thought he was up for free agency from what I was from what I could oh, see. if he's up for free agency, yeah, that's a good question because you know he he was kind of a feel good story for the team. He came through as an undrafted rookie, and so he you know he he's like 
I think he's like short. He's like my height, but like 300 pounds. He's like 5'10 or something like that. 5'9. I can see him still being a part of like that D tackle rotation. Rotation, yeah. Not on the D, like put him at DN and stuff like that. I feel like he was, he was like one of our better D tackles to have. I, I, I I'll still always remember the play when, uh, I think it was two, three years ago where Christian McCaffrey was, uh, when, when he was still on the Panthers, obviously. Yeah. He, uh, he was running for it. He was running laterally parallel to the line of scrimmage. And out of nowhere, Puna Ford comes up from behind him and takes him down. I'm like, damn, that guy came up behind Christian McCaffrey and took him down. Oh man, that's, that's the beautiful thing. And um, I love I love the big boys on the D line. Hopefully, we can retain him. But for I don't know if he's looking for big money. That's the thing. If he's looking for big yeah. money, we we will probably let him go. Unfortunately, um, really loved having Puna Ford. If that's the case, so what? We'll, you know, nothing nothing came out today. Um, I actually thought we were also going to. This is not even in the script. But I thought we were also going to let uh, Al Woods go, but I guess yeah, I was just about, I was just thinking that name too. Actually, I was like, I haven't heard that anything regarding that name yet. But because that man is thirty six years old, you know, on the team, oh, there's nothing nothing against him, but it's also just like I feel like we, I believe, if I remember correctly, there's like a seven or eight million dollar like you know cap savings if you just cut him. So yeah. Um, regardless, uh, we'll also, you know, keep an eye out for that as well. But I don't know if we're trying to replace our whole D tackle rotation, which is another thing to think about. So maybe they might keep them just to like put them in here and there instead of um, leaving them out there for all downs. Yeah. But, you know, there's like a I mean, that's that goes under the role of like having like a veteran on the team as well. Like if you can retain on a vet men, that's great. But there are also other vets out there that we can use to fill in that role. Like, you know, Calais Campbell is obviously a guy that isn't the same as it used to be, but he still can fit into a rotation and, you know, give some give some relief snaps to, to some players and still give that leadership. Because obviously mm-hmm. we don't have Shelby Harris anymore, who, you know, he, he, he did produce, but he wasn't, you know, the game wrecker that we were expecting kind of. He had his moments, but he, I mean, I think the entire defensive front seven just struggled to get to the quarterback, so it's hard to gauge. That run game, that was the that was the big one. It was really the run game this past season, more so than getting to the um, getting to the quarterback because, um, yeah, that was just a big one. I think we actually had a lot more pressures and sacks than, you know, years before, but it, it, then it was just the run game. That's yeah. what killed us. It just, that everyone slow remember grind. the Raiders game because that Raiders. was, oh my God. Panthers did it to us too. Mm-hmm. Pretty much yeah. anyone that was like, you know what, just let's just run. run, just run it. You know, run it I'll well. run it. <laughs> I'm a long snapper, but I'm run it too. Like yeah. I can get some yards. But um, yeah, so you know, we're trying to redo the whole D tackle. So I, I'm, I think they're gonna after getting Draymond Jones in that first round. I think they're gonna probably look for maybe one more, or at least retain either Puna Ford or Al Woods. Uh, I believe they're both up for a free agency as well. I think we talked about Al Woods before. Mm-hmm. But anywho. Uh, let's go around the division though, because we got to talk about what's been happening, you know, with everyone else on the team. Um, for one, the Cardinals, uh, not too much their, their way. I think they're just um, just getting used to their new coach, their goofy coach over there that everyone's talking about. <laughs> we are new. new. <laughs> <laughs> what was that from? I don't know. What's like, his name again? Was- it's Jonathan Gannon, right? Yeah, because you you brought it up though, because like, no, he was he was like he was meeting the players coming in, and he was like, "Hey, I heard you're fast." The player just looked afraid for his life. Like this man is definitely gonna steal, <laughs> is gonna try to kill me in my sleeper and steal my face. Yeah, man. Because uh, I don't know. I mean, hey, as long as he's just open and all that type of stuff, that's cool. But they need to win some games. Uh, only thing on the Cardinals, they had uh, the offensive tackle Kelvin Beecham. 
because uh, they're white linebacker. Both of them got like two-year deals. One's 15.5, the other one's 11. So there's no huge deals the Cardinals has done in terms of the free agency as of yet. But I think everyone wants to know what happened to, you know, the Rams. But let's talk about the 49ers, though, because, you know, the Rams, is that, I got to save that for last. Because I, I got to talk about that one a little oh, bit on we the got Rams thoughts. side. We got thoughts. <laughs> so we got the man, the myth, and the legend. You know, The Darnold. The Darnold, Sam Darnold is, you know, is a quarterback for the 49ers now. Not sure their quarterback room is, but I know pretty much everyone is still hurt. Um, Brock Purdy still has that uh, surgery for his throwing arm and Trey Lance is, you know, still healing up on that leg injury. But um, not sure who will officially start for that team yet, because, you know, it's already going to be a thing of who's going to start first um, as they get closer. But. I mean, other than that, uh, they got Javon Har- uh, Hargraves, though, from Ooh, the Eagles. Four God, years, I, we wanted million. him. We wanted him. <laughs> well, I don't know if we could pay $84 million for that, man. Or, yeah. you know, I, I know it's not fully guaranteed, but, like, uh, you know, getting that kind of deal would have just took out all of our money. <laughs> I, hate that the, I hate that the 49ers can, can do that kind of a deal because it just feels like their entire defensive unit is, like, loaded with guys getting paid $20 million, but... Yeah, it's one of those things where they're just trying to keep that window alive. So, you know, again... I think at, at worst for uh, for our Seahawks, we're just going to at least be second in the NFC West, but that's still a playoff spot. Oh, yeah. So especially uh, if we have a good record again like we did uh, this past season. Yeah. But man, let's talk about that last division rival, if you want to call them that now. I'm not saying they won't be tough when we face them because I wish we can beat every, every one of these teams by like 40 points. But the Rams and the Jalen Ramsey trade to Miami because – what do they get for Jalen Ramsey? You know, the it must have been at least picks. two first round picks, right? Right, because he, you know, he was He's a multiple, multiple for, uh, first all, team all, all pro, pro. He pro bowler, twenty eight years old, still in his prime. You got to have been like a couple of first round picks. What did they get? Right, they got a third round pick and Hunter Long, tight end from Miami. Oh, dude, I'm a big play. Hunter Long fan. Like he had that one catch three years ago. Yes, yes, yeah. he did, and that one catch is what you know. That's what the Rams said ever since then. We've always wanted Hunter Long, and now he's here for us. <laughs> Wait, is he a Hollywood. white receiver? Because if he is, they're just using that for the for the Cooper Cup distraction package. <laughs> right, that they're all the white receivers on one side. But yeah, a third round pick for Jalen Ramsey. I, I think it's this year third round pick. So I don't. I you got you got this swindled. is this is this is this is what you call being bent over the barrel. Like you, you had no leverage. You need None. everybody knew that the team needed to unload a guy like that was one of their biggest cap hits. Yeah, because if if I remember correctly, you said, I think either you or someone else, I think it was you, you said, like, we were just, like, not obviously on a video, but, like, we were talking about uh, Stafford not being able to throw unless it was last episode. Yeah, it might have been last episode even. (laughs) Yeah, because I've heard reports on Stafford not, you know, having a hard time throwing and stuff, but that's just because of all the injuries this man has, like, you know, added up on his list from the Detroit Lions. And at the very least, look, the Rams did what they could. And they did. They got a Super Bowl out of it. They're just going to be hurting for a good chunk of time. But at the very least, they got a ring. You got, I mean, you got I just, I, that. <laughs> I just think of the uh, the Thanos with young Gamora like uh, meme. Like, did you get what you wanted? Yes. Yeah. It's like, what, it's like a what did it trophy? cost? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, man. It's um, I don't know. 
it's good to be a Rams fan, you know, at the time when they won the Super Bowl. But man, I know it sucks for like I know those bandwagoners were just like, "Ooh, we got to go to another team because um, they they can't even keep it up." <laughs> and that's where the Bills Bills Mafia got got big. <laughs> oh man, Bills! Don't even get me started on the Bills because I feel like their window is starting to is starting to close. Personally, yeah. um, you're starting to get those friction pieces. You know, basically like, after we but, saw Stephon Diggs and like uh, Josh Allen get heated. <laughs> Oh, facts, facts. Because other than that, that's all that we have right now around the division. Um, 49ers got stronger. They just, they're just they just a question mark on their quarterback because if Sam Darnold starts, I know he doesn't have to do much. It's literally just, hey, do those check downs, throw it, hand off. We don't, you don't need to be the hero because apparently the system that they had in place helped Brock Purdy. I'm not, nothing against Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant himself. So, I mean, they made guys like Nick Mullen look really good make Jimmy yeah. G look good. But I think, you know, uh potential hot take. I think if, if, uh, if Sam Darnold gets a good run of games, like say he gets like the first half of the season before any of the other guys are healthy again, mm-hmm. I think it'll build up his reputation to the point where he might get a starting job somewhere else for like another team. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's going to be like on the level of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, he got a recent deal with another team, but like, uh, it, I don't think Darnold will get like a big three or three year deal with some team unless the only way he can do that is if he goes to playoffs and gets very close, if not at a Super Bowl, which that's a lot to ask of Darnold yeah, right now. It's a lot. So a lot. But at the end of the day, though, um, uh, the Rams are basically going to be the bottom barrel. I think Cardinals next. So they still at least have Kyler. He just won't be there for the, the a good chunk of the season. I'm going to put us at second. This is very early, like just very early predictions. I'll put us at second for now. Uh, depend. Oh, of course, this can change after the draft coming up. And then, of course, like 49ers are still on top because I ain't going to lie to you. That defense just watching is scary. Both, yeah, that defense is scary when I, we were watching that game. So I hope that we can at least either sign a vet center at the very least um haven't seen anything like that for us but at the very least defense i know defense is important we'll figure out center at some point but why not why not move from out of the division into the league yeah let's get around the league yeah all right we gotta i don't want to talk about this we always got to talk about this because he makes headlines aaron Rodgers requested jets go after a select group of field a uh, free agents a wish list if you will Mm -hmm. do you want me to go through the list of players he wants sure all right. He wants Alan Lazard, who I believe the Jets went out and got mm-hmm. uh, four years, $44 million. Randall Cobb, Mercedes, Mercedes Lewis, mm-hmm. Odell Beckham Jr. And I'm like, uh, I think that's maybe more on there. There's maybe more on that list. But it sounds like this man just wants to get all his friends uh, over on the Jets. Hey, let's go to New York. Y'all Y'all want to go to New York? We've been in the country for a little bit, but <laughs> well, it's, it's cold over there too, but they got, you know, it's New York. <laughs> that's, that's true. He um, might as well ask for like David Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon to come along as well. Like it sounds, that's what it sounds like he wants. And if they already got Alan Lazard on a four year, $44 million deal, my only thing is then if they can get Odell Beckham, I think they would be at least a good wide receiver core when healthy. <laughs> yeah. You know, so Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Garrett Wilson will be the uh, wide receiver one for sure. Alan Lazard will be a good two. the deep threat that he is. I think that uh, $11 million a year deal is really good for him because of course the wide receiver market got broken. So yeah. if everyone remembers that, uh, other than that, I don't think there's much else from the jets except they got uh the linebacker Quincy Williams, a three-year, eighteen million dollar deal, and besides that, they got Chuck Clark in the trade. 
Yeah, that's and a good the, move. Greg the leg, Greg the leg. They got him on a one year. The kicker, they got him on a one year up to three point five million dollar deal. I just had to say that because I love Greg the leg. Greg the leg, Legatron, <laughs> Legatron, if you will. But yeah, yeah but Chuck, I don't know. Do you think the Jets are going to get the rest of the, that list for him or what? Dude, that's a that's a. I mean, well, Randall Cobb. I don't think there's much of a market for Mercedes Lewis. I don't think there's much of a market for the only it's one still, on that is list. He, is Mercedes Lewis still out? Like, I, I mean, obviously he's still out here playing, but like, was he on the team this past season? Because I haven't that's heard. That's a great question. <laughs> Moving on, Odell Beckham Jr. is probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really know. He he has, he he obviously was a very solid solid tight end for for Packers for a number of years, and yeah. he was kind yeah. of like a safety blanket for Aaron Rodgers. So that's probably why he wants him. But Odell Beckham Jr. is the only name on that list that has a question mark. And man, that man lo- loves making a show. The only man that can ma- can compete with Aaron Rodgers about making a show about where he's going. Because you know we we all remember what the Cowboys did. They went they they rolled out Texas for him. Like, hey, we can we can, here's your own farm. Like, here's a cowboy hat. Like, you you're one of us now. He really wants to be. I know he really wants to be in L.A. just because of like you know the potential for like Hollywood stuff and all that. You know, the brand. Wants, yeah, the, his brand, if you will. But I don't know. I mean, he definitely had like video. There's a video of him out, obviously doing the one handed catch, which is hey, it's still crispy, by the way. Like he's still. <laughs> He's still really good. It's just a, it's just the only thing is the whole concerns of his injuries. Although he's been a year out without playing, yeah. So that that, that does really. He good should for be him. coming back really fresh. Yeah, as fresh it's as just, he can be, if you yeah. will. You but know? it's just what can he be is the question, right? I just don't want. I, I hate seeing Odell Beckham. You know, overall, like he'll come back. He has a great chunk of the season, and then at some point goes down. You know, knock on wood, goes down with a leg injury. Especially, like, he went down the leg injury at the Super Bowl of all of all times to go yeah. down with the leg injury, bro. And But, but he, he still got a ring from that Super Bowl, but he the... Did. I think, you know, if you're looking at it from that perspective, I mean, they already went out and got Alan Lazard. Garrett Wilson yeah. is there. Odell would just be the third receiver in that, because... Mm-hmm. Um, their Jets' current core, you know, receiver core isn't all that great, if you No, will. I think so, they got rid of a couple pieces. I think they let go yeah. of Braxton Berrios and, yes. like, some of those guys, but, you know, Garrett Wilson was obviously the guy for them. Oh, he was so good on the. He yeah. was so good for that team. It was almost just like I wish we we had a third, you know, a third receiver like that too. Unfortunately, hopefully, hopefully for this we'll draft see. we can get one. But yeah, we'll you you never know because we got how many picks we got in this year, upcoming draft? We got like nine picks, right? Nine. It yeah. So nine. we got we got some we got some space to work with once we get into like the third and fourth round. Mm-hmm. Anything else from other teams then? Yeah. Let's uh moving on. We got Commanders. We're making moves. So yeah. da- let me just rattle through the list because they've made a they've made a good number of moves. I mean, we mentioned Cody Barton before, mm-hmm. um, linebacker Quincy or sorry, uh, defensive tackle Darren Payne, four years, That's ninety million. One. That's that, the biggest one because people they, were waiting for him to be a free agent because it was like, oh, go get Darren Payne. You, you know? were waiting for that too. You love that. You love the way he played, bro. If he came out, I would have told I, the Seahawks I, to pay that man. I, you know, we we really just wanted some studs on our defensive line. We he would have been the stud. Like he, I could say that about any name. Defensive tackle. What do you get paid? Four years, eighty million. Oh, I wanted him. What's his name? Yeah, I know who he is. <laughs> I've been following him since high school. <laughs> Ever since he was a little kid, you know, I, I, I've been there. I went to his Pop Warner games. <laughs> yep. His fo- his flag football. Like they don't tackle there, but that's besides the point. You know, he was <laughs> <Darren>. actually. <laughs> Yeah, and so yeah. that was the big one. Uh, they retained him, so he's not going to hit the free agency market. The mm-hmm. Commanders retain like a key piece of their defensive line, along with you know Montez Sweat and uh, with um, oh, Chase yeah. Young. Yeah, Chase Young, and then they got. I think they also got the tackle Andrew Wiley, three years, twenty four mil. So 
They yeah, that's solidified a, some part of the O line, right? <laughs> no, I think the yeah they also added Nick Gates on a three year deal as well. But I think we could say that the biggest addition they made to this this team was a subtraction, and that would be one Carson Wentz no longer being on the team. <laughs> I mean, people out there are talking about this man, but they don't understand what Carson Wentz does for a particular NFL team. Like people lose. They, that's what he does. <laughs> no, not lose. He's a winner. You know what I'm saying for the he, other team. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! I got I I can do this all day. You know when he went against the Jags at, with the Colts, and he actually let the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all on his. Hey, he's a hero for the other team. <laughs> people always people very you know the the common theme nowadays is you know you, you gotta you gotta look out for uh, players' mental health, which you obviously have to do. But Carson Wentz has just done daylight robbery for the last like three years on NFL I mean, teams. So you know, I, I don't have no his, sympathy. I would love to get the money that he'd be making and getting. You know, I can get fired at the end of the season, but this money, I I'm wish. I, yeah, I wish I could be. I mean, I, I I do get paid for being bad at my job, but like not to the level that he gets paid for being bad at his job. And at the end of the day, what are we not? We are not fired coaches. Head coaches is for <laughs> the NFL. Those are the best ones. <laughs> the best. Like I'll, you'll see me. It's like. Adam Birds on the you know he's new head coach of you know X X team you know he has like a you know three year guaranteed deal of like sixty million gets fired after like a few games. <laughs> I'd say uh, one last thing before we move on from Commanders, mm-hmm. they like they you know the we know that Taylor Heineke is no longer on the team. Yes. Carson Wentz is no longer on the team. They essentially have no quarterback besides I can't remember his name, the North Carolina guy. Oh. Uh, he kind of or Sam Howell. Oh, I, yeah. I forgot about Sam Howell because they did at least let him play a good chunk of the season. And he and... was like, he was solid-ish. You know, he, he he didn't he didn't light the, the house on fire, you know, but he didn't also light any I fireworks. Just, I would just support him for now and just see what, what happens because they're not high enough to get a quarterback. My question my is, do they make a move to get high enough to get a quarterback? How Cardinals, they Car- they're at, I think, 16 or 17 or something. Good somewhere. luck. Good so luck. They, they, would, they would have to trade a pretty, pretty package to... Uh, to a team that would want to trade with them, which would probably be us or Cardinals, who are at three. I think there's only one team, maybe two at most, that will try to do those big trades. The, the Panthers already took one slot. I don't. Hey, we already know, know that. that. We already know that the, the 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 Commanders are kind of a dumpster fire of an organization. Yeah, that is very true, and they still got that same owner over there. So you know, who knows how they're going to like handle anything, even if it was a, t- a taste of success, if you will. You know, either way, Darren Payne and Andrew Weiler, they're too big, like, uh, you know, to keep them away from free agency. So, I mean, they at least stay, they have a solid core. They just need to take that next step, which I feel like everyone's not everyone, but, you know, anybody that is a commander's fan, they've been waiting for that next big step for a long time yeah. and they're still waiting to this day. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, if I were them, you know, I, I would, I would say that they're more of a, team that is just ready for an injection of a good quarterback, you know, with other offensive pieces that they have. Um, a couple more, you know, like it, get some more trench players on the O line, I believe. And maybe one like more Andrew Wiley, like person. you said, like Andrew Wiley, like you said, he was, I think, a, he, I don't know if he started for the chiefs or if he was a rotational piece, but he, you know, he's a, he's a name they brought in mm-hmm. and, you know, Nick Gates on a three-year deal as well. So they're, they're doing the right things to solidify 
a team before a quarterback comes in. But listen, they're on the tip. A receiver, in my opinion, at that where their their pick is, they probably going to draft weapons or skill players, if you will, at that point, and then try to draft a quarterback, you know, or or hope that Sam Howell. I'm, hey, if they if I I would at least give Sam Howell a good year because he really hasn't played a full season. I would yeah. give him at least a year, maybe two. I, he deserves at least a two. He deserves year look. He, he deserves it a lot more than Carson Wentz deserves. Oh, his. for sure. Let's look. There's there's no ifs ands or buts. I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna stop lying. There was a whole there was a thing on Carson Wentz where like he was talking with his agents and they were like he's still trying to play in the league. I'm like sure as a backup man. <laughs> yeah. At this well, point. what league? Madden. <laughs> <laughs> the CFL. You know, there's also overseas league and then the XFL is still is is in session. So they're playing just, right now. The Seattle Sea Dragons got Josh Gordon's on there, baby. Yeah, uh, we definitely got a. Um, Oh man, because I was thinking about the XFL, especially the USFL too, coming up. So I was just yeah. like sitting here, like mm, we got cover. I feel like we got to cover a little bit of that, if not at least the Seattle Sea Dragons. But because um, they're they're having a good time. But um, yeah, you know, Commanders they at least retained and signed some depth on the O line and the D line, and a little bit of the front seven. So you know, let's see if they make some moves in the draft. That's all they got left, unless they have more money. <laughs> well who knows with dan snyder but anyway moving on steelers next one up we got they they made a few moves as well oh yeah they did but they're I'll, I'll rattle them off but you got some thoughts i know you have some thoughts i do i do Go all ahead. right they went and got nate nate herbig two years eight million guard mm-hmm. you know pretty pretty standard free agency deal gotta protect your young Q, uh, qb understandable defensive tackle larry ogunjobi uh, yeah, three years, mm-hmm. uh, three years, twenty-one seven point uh, seven five million. So another rotational key piece. He's solid. He's a solid D tackle as well. But and man, then talk and then about the, him. The piece that you want to talk about, Patrick <laughs> Peterson, formerly of the Cardinals and formerly of the Vikings, most recently mm-hmm. signed with the with the Steelers, two years, fourteen million dollar deal. Which is what he actually wanted. He wanted. I guess. I think he only has like these last two seasons left. But the reason why I want to talk about him is just because he appeared on Adam Schefter's podcast, and the short of it was he was like, "I'm just trying to get with a team that's going to get me a ring. I want that jewelry." You know, his words. You know, I want that jewelry. And I was like, "Okay, I wonder who's going to want Patrick Peterson?" Because you know, I haven't really heard of teams like you know watering at the mouth for Patrick Peterson. Because you know, he's just the older vet uh, corner that like um, he needs to stay on one side at this point in his career, basically. It that would the be the sideline. And then he was with the Steelers, and I'm just like, um, I don't know if Kenny Pickett is going to get you to a, a Super Bowl unless like they have like a great like unless they have like a big free agency period coming up next year or something, or like their draft is just that good. Yeah. So I don't know about that one. I I, I feel like it's it's just kind of been like the, uh, you know, it's it's just been Patrick Peterson. That's his personality. He's always been the big talker type as well. You know, that's he kind of. Using that same generation, like with Sherman and like those guys, to, you know, they were the, the big talkers. So you know, you you take it with a grain of salt, but it just kind of sounds sad when it comes out of him like that. Like it's just when I saw he went to the Steelers, I was just like, I mean, I mean, Steelers are like a solid average, if not slightly above average, because they they at least win, they have winning seasons back to back to back to back. Mike Tomlin's like, never had a losing season. Facts, and he's been there for like sixteen years, fifteen Something years like now. That. Yeah. So he's in his sixties. Like you know, you can't really tell. You know, well, actually, I don't crack. think he even think he's in the sixties. I think he's still. Uh, you sure? I'm I, late fifties, early sixties. I promise you. Go ahead. Fact check. Fifty one. Check me. Fifty one. Yeah, that's so I was like, he's a, he didn't look that old. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> 
even still 51 some people thought he was younger though and then it's like yeah you know, it's just that, he's that, just been big, as long as he's been in the league you know he had you know big ben screw big ben um you know he had big ben and everything like that yeah. so always a every every season's a winning season even this i think it was this past season the season before where people were like this is going to be the first losing season psych, psych. Seven. <laughs> yeah the uh uh, or nine and eight, excuse me. It's kind of crazy because you know when he first started, he was only like thirty eight. You know, if mm-hmm. you think about it, if he's been coaching them for that long, so you know he was a he was a young coach, and he the fact that he's been able to stick around so long for a, for an organization that you know has been historically really successful. You know, going back to like the seventies and stuff like that. Like, yeah, they got high expectations, and he's been around for a long time, so that's uh, that's always you know commendable. But moving on for mm-hmm. uh, next team up, we got Patriots. Tight end, they haven't signed. They've signed, they've signed a moderate amount. You know, they've signed tight end Josh Oliver. Actually, can we? We might need to fact check that one. I thought Josh Oliver went to the Vikings, but um, I can fact check. Go ahead. The next one up, we had uh, defensive end Marcus Davenport. I think he was from the Saints, right? Actually, hold up one second. Let me see. Double check this one because it's that's wrong. Because oh, I think uh, these are all the Vikings. These are wrong. Yeah, that's the Vikings one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there we go. That this makes more sense now. I will okay. take that one and bada bing bada. Oh, there we go. Oh, thank you. Yeah, there we go. So that's the one we were looking for. I thought we had that somewhere. Maybe we uh, things just got. It's, I'll take uh, that we, one. <laughs> you get, you get you, everyone listening gets a little behind the scenes. There's just so much going on that we uh, we have like a whole list of all the moves that are happening. We're just trying to keep them organized. But uh, Patriots, they they did a typical Patriots off season so far. They they've re-signed Jonathan Jones two years, mm-hmm. twenty million dollar deal. That's the mo- yeah. That's the main notable thing. It's pretty good. Yeah. That's a. I mean, that's a solid enough move move for for the Patriots organization, isn't it? Yeah, just hold it down at corner. I mean, that's not much else though. A guard and a tackle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the uh, the team that did it a lot bigger, Falcons have been kind of going off in this free agency. Talk about them, man. Talk about them. <laughs> I mean, I can rattle through. I'll let you. I'll let you name off some of the the players that you 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 think are the most noteworthy. I'll yeah. let you start with your your. You, you got to give your O line love. Let's start with Chris of Lindstrom. Course. Chris Lindstrom, highest paid offensive guard in the league with a five year. So they basically resigned him to a five year, hundred five million dollar deal. Sixty three million of it is guaranteed. Um, he was a solid guard for them. Let's just. I'm just gonna be frank with you. That's like it, you. You got to keep that talent around. You can't let offensive linemen go. It is hard to build a line. I think we all know about that, especially with the Seahawks. So glad they got that one done. Um, I think another one is Jesse Bates, uh, the third from the the Bengals. Safety, four years, sixty four point. Uh, it was about sixty four million dollars. Uh, so, and then finally, David Onyemata. Uh, from the, I believe from the Saints, uh, three years, thirty-five million, twenty-four point five of it is guaranteed. Um, then they got Jonu Smith from the Patriots in a trade. And yeah, see, they still have other. They have other uh, ones. Like I think we talked about Taylor Heineke as well. Uh, two years, twenty million. So I, I, at the very least, if if Desmond Ritter doesn't work out, you still got Taylor Heineke. So they at <laughs> least have a backup plan. You know. So this is this is a pretty kind <clears throat> of like a. I love these kind of uh, these kind of moves from a team during free agency. Because they what they're doing is they they are filling in a lot of quality players at you know just across the depth chart, and what that does is that a it'll give competition for the players that are already there. Because let's admit it, Falcons Falcons you didn't do so hot last season. I mean I don't think anybody that's a hot take, but uh, they, were, they were kind of at that one. They actually they had could a have chance. made it to the playoffs, but that's because the NFC yeah. South was garbage. But 
Um, the, Can't say they weren't bad. But, I mean, hey, didn't we lose to them though? We did. Lose. <laughs> Why do you got to say things like that? <laughs> gotta, hey, gotta, someone's got to at least, you know, we got to at least be realistic. We, we got to keep it a hundred. You know? Yeah, give, we, we, we lost an entire garbage ass division, but that's that's besides the point. But. Um, you know, they're adding a lot of quality players across the depth chart. And, and you know, that with the draft coming up as well, you know, they're going to they're going to be a quality team and they're, they're just taking the right steps moving forward to build a build a like a strong foundation for that team. So like, hey, if Desmond Ritter doesn't work out, you know, next year, they'll probably give him the reins for the full season. Mm-hmm. The, if it doesn't work out, then, you know, you can move on like that's but you'll still have like solid pieces. You're not you're not completely invested into Desmond Ritter. Yeah, I mean, they even signed two linebackers. I just realized they signed two linebackers, Lorenzo Carter and Caden Ellis. So I feel like with this free agency haul and trades, uh, with like John o. Smith there uh, to have someone paired, uh, I forgot what their uh, their tight end. Kyle Pitts. Yeah, Kyle Pitt. Because um, I feel like, one, Kyle Pitts got misused. I need him to be that vertical receiver he needs to be for them. But if anything, take this free agency class they have so far if they have a solid draft, I think they're going to be competitive. Like I said, because they even had a chance to win the, the every each and every one of them had a chance. They were basically, basically all competitive in their own sense for their division, that is. But, um, yeah, I think the Falcons have a chance. It's, it's basically just, hey, Desmond, what what, what are you going to do? It's, yeah. You're starting a full season, my guy. So Yeah, they, I mean, the, the ball is kind of like in his hands at this point. You know, that's what they're they're starting to build up towards because they got weapons for him too, like Drake London. Didn't they obviously. change coaching staff a little bit too? Or did they still have the I still think it's retained. Arthur Smith. Okay, okay. So oh, I, I think Arthur Smith was like a rookie coach. Okay. Like, okay. or not rookie, or not rookie coach, but he was a first-year coach either last year or the year before. He, he's a relatively new coach for them. Gotcha. So other than that, I think they're going to be competitive, but they just got to bring it all together with the draft at this point. Yeah. And so it's a, you have like, you know, you have a lot of hope if you're a Falcons fan other, you know, in that same division saints, Mm -hmm. they've been making a few moves as well. I mean, they, we already knew about the Derek Carr move. It hasn't been made official yet, but it's sort of been made official tomorrow. Everything will be official tomorrow, (laughs) but it's also like one of the, but it's like also one of the most like cash strap teams. So they've been making some uh, other moves like what Michael Thomas, a guy who we thought would never talk to the saints organization again, uh, restructured his deal. He's on a one year, $10 million deal. I think they did other restructures too. They also restructured, um, who was their, uh, their defensive end? Um, Oh, uh, cam or cam Jordan. Or, yeah, they. Re- I think they restructured. They restructured like him, Michael Thomas, and I think they restructured one more, and they got like thirty something million in caps. Basically, they restructured a lot of deals to like pay, uh, those signing like pay a signing bonus out so that they can like get some cap space back because they were in the red. We talked about not that just before. in the red; they were bleeding. That's how bad. Yeah, it was. so they they just like edged out like over like over zero. They're probably like at like a few million, if anything. But mm. yeah. They also got Jameis Winston back. <laughs> Yay. Yay. They need a backup. They need a backup, though, because, I mean, um, whatchamacallit ain't going to really be. He's gonna he's a gadget player. Uh, Taysom Hill, he's a gadget player, but I don't think he's, like, the true quarterback to even have be a backup. You can bring yeah. him in, you know, on random moments, but I think they're going to actually try to, like, keep one quarterback in the game at all times. Please and thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, you know, uh, I think – not much else has happened with the Saints so far, but you can look to see them make uh, more moves as they they kind of eke closer and closer to under the cap because I still think they got a little bit ways to go. Um, moving on, Cowboys, we hate to talk about him. We already talked about how 
Uh, Tony Pollard got franchise tagged. They signed Donovan Wilson to a three-year, $24 million deal safety. Mm-hmm. Um, good move for them. But this, the move that we really wanted to talk about, Stephon Gilmore traded to the Cowboys for a fifth-round pick, fifth I believe. Round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the um, Colts. And uh, he's a solid corner. You know, he's a vet. So you at least keep, at least, as long as you keep him to want his one side that he, he loves um, and hopefully have support because yeah. – I don't know if they lost anyone to free agency as of yet, but I think we would have heard. I think but... they lost. I think they lost like one of their um, the the other corner. I can't remember his name, but uh, they still got Trevon Diggs. Yeah, that's their main guy. But you know, under Dan Quinn defense, you know, a team that has a strong front seven, probably a good move. I mean, yeah. if if he can keep up with the with the speedier receivers, but you know, having that front strong front seven will obviously help your secondary, and your secondary will obviously help your front seven. They just feed off each other. And at the end of the day, the Cowboys will find some way to disappoint you. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. No, I ain't, I ain't going to add anything on top of that. Buffalo Bills. They haven't, uh, they've been doing a little bit, not a lot, right? You want to rattle Matt, off the Matt Milano two year extension, uh, Tyler Matakevich. Matakovich, I know I butchered that last name. Sorry, Tyler. Uh, two <laughs> years for him, uh, a three-year deal for uh, up to seven point five million for their punter Sam Martin, and like a bit the biggest one for them is just the guard uh, Connor McGovern, three years, twenty-three million. So retain. I think he was already on. I think he was on the team already. Yeah. yeah so they're was. just retaining him. Um, you you got to do something, but I know they don't have all the cash in the world, but they just need to go out and win a Super Bowl because like I said earlier, their Super Bowl window is like starting to close. If not, if it hasn't already started, I think it started to close like beginning of this season. If they didn't get in, like they had these past two seasons, didn't do it. So I think they have like one or two more seasons left. And then it's like, you got to start cutting people. So, yeah. And you know, then it gets a little bit harder and you, we could already see there's some, a little bit of friction. I mean, the off season can heal all wounds, but um, there's a little bit of friction between Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen, at least at, at the end of uh, playoffs last year. But that could have just been a heat of the moment thing. But you can also read into it as being like a, you know, something you know, looking behind the curtain and seeing what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. there might be some frustrations there as well because this team had lofty expectations, and you know, it was hyped up to be. You know, I was hyping team. them up a little bit this yeah. past season. I was like, you know, the Bills are they're they're hungry. They, you know, they're still tight about that Chiefs loss and all that stuff, right? But then it's like they lost again. And it's like, yeah. damn. <laughs> and so, you know, they Von the, Miller, I, you were saying it. Von Miller was like a key to their defense. They lost Von Miller. That defense changed up. No, so. the, the fact that that defense relied on, you know, a 35, 36 year old Von Miller to be like the a key rotational piece kind of shows like where that defense was actually the entire season. But um other than other than that, you know, we, you can look to the Bills to make more moves as well. Panthers, you know, we, we kind of skipped over them when we were talking about the NFC South, but they've done a few moves themselves. Um, mm-hmm. I can just rattle through them. I don't have too many thoughts on the Panthers, at least. But Shai Tuttle, I think he was from uh, New Orleans, three years, $19.5 million deal. He's a solid defensive tackle. You know, he's a good rotational piece. Pretty the, shy, I heard, you know. Yeah, and the, the biggest <laughs> – the biggest <laughs> – Shut up. <laughs> the uh, I think the the more notable move, Von Bell, who was um, wasn't he with he was, the Bengals or not the Bengals? The uh, or was he already on there? I forget. I know Von Bell though. Yeah, yeah, there. Von Bell. That's what I was actually just thinking. Was he on the Bengals or was he on the uh, Saints? I can double check. Go ahead and yeah. continue. Um, signed a three year, twenty two and a half million dollar deal with the um, Panthers. Another solid, I think it's a solid move for that defense. You know, they 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 got talent kind of all up and down now. Mm-hmm. Um, and was Bengals, by the way. He was he was he was alongside um, 
of Jesse over there. So um, that was like part of their 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 safety duo. So basically, their loot like Bengals pretty much like lost all of those free agent pickups they did for that one Super Bowl run they did. So yeah, and so um, team is solidifying obviously on defense, and you know they got a quarterback coming in, so they should. Um... I mean, that's the big thing about the Panthers. They have the number one overall pick. They they did all of that. You know, they traded their number one wide right receiver. By the way, which um, it's very questionable. Like. I think the only thing I have to say is like if I was the Panthers and you have a team like the the Bears asking me for like, you know, two first rounds, I think it was two first, two seconds. Yeah. Yeah, two first, two seconds, and my number one wide receiver that I know I need for like my uh my my quarterback coming in. Cause when you have a quarterback with no receivers, which is about what's about to happen to either CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, um, yeah, it's gonna be a tough season for you. But um yeah, I don't know. I would have called some. I would have. I would have put down the phone, say we'll get back to you, and I would have just talked talk to another team because that's wild. I'll go talk to the te- the Texans if if no Texans wouldn't want to trade down. So it would have been uh, Cardinals next. I would have just went to the Cardinals at that. Oh point. yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I, I guess the equivalent would be like you know we were. I was saying like you know do the the Commanders trade up? It'd be like the equivalent of the Commanders trading away Terry McLaurin so that they can uh, go draft a quarterback. I mean, and- if they want to give it to us we don't mind you know? i wouldn't mind terry mcclure scary we'll terry a, scary terry they're not gonna do that though but that'd be so awesome if they did but i mean hey seattle we got that you know we got that fifth round that fifth round the fifth overall pick so teams gonna basically just talk to the cardinals first then us but hey yeah. you know up in the air yeah and so um other than that i i don't think much of the, of the carolina panthers but team that we do want to talk about Chicago Bears, you know, they got almost $100 million in cap space that they've slowly started whittling away. Mm-hmm. You want to go through all these ones? Yeah, I got you. So we have their uh, their biggest signee was uh, linebacker Tremaine Edmonds, 26 years old. He came off of the Bills, um, which basically the Bills couldn't retain him. I know he was basically asking for a big contract, which was four years, $72 million, which I'm not sure if that's the if he's the highest paid linebacker on, like right at, uh, currently right now. He might be. Uh, I mean, they had the money like bears. We didn't say it last in the last episode, but the bears had the bears had 90 million in caps. Like, it, I don't know if it was free agency spending or just like 90 million in cap space. So I was just like, wow, that's a lot of money. So that, like I, I knew they can many make, dollars. Can make a, yeah. Many, 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 many dollars. I'll never see in my lifetime. Um, when, when they, they when got, they, when they uh-huh. signed Tremaine Edmonds to that deal though, I'm just thinking to myself, like, what was the reason behind them moving on from Roquan Smith at that point? Because if the money was available. Well, I mean, because again, that, oh, that's right. Because, well, because they signed Tremaine Edmonds and the other linebacker they got was TJ Edwards, uh, three years, 19.5 million. But like the cap hit those two bring, you could have just paid Roquan Smith instead. Yeah. But like you said, I don't know. It could have been stuff behind the scenes. It could have just been like Roquan's like, ah, I want to, you know, go somewhere else. I don't I, he was he was watching the like the Bears just continuously losing, so he was just like, "Hey, I I want to go." So regardless, I think there's still love between him and you know players on the team and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you know, he, I don't know why they didn't just retain Roquan Smith, uh, who was all pro. But it is what it is. Um, some other names was just, uh, of course, everyone knows DJ Moore. So he's a new wide receiver from the trade, the big trade, and Nate Davis, guard, three years, thirty million. And I think they also signed a fullback and then Demarcus Walker, a defensive end. So yeah, far. I mean, they they, money. <laughs> pretty, pretty solid roster building. You would hope that they invest more on in the trenches on the offensive and defensive side moving forward. 
Yeah, they definitely but, put. A, well, at least they got a guard. They got one guard so far. They probably definitely gonna. I think they're, they're gonna need to get a tackle or two. They're going to tackle with their pick. I already know it, but yeah, they definitely need to. Um, whatever. I think if they get like one more, maybe one more offensive lineman, maybe like on the right side, like a guard or a tackle, I think they'll be good. So, yeah. I mean, the free agency actually hasn't even started yet, so we'll see what. Because, like, like we said, they got oh, almost a hundred million dollars. Y'all, y'all might there. even see us tomorrow on the tubes. Who knows? It depends on what happens tomorrow. It, it has. If it's something like you know spectacular, if we're, we'll, you'll 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 catch the you'll catch it breaking on our YouTube. We'll 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 get you guys. <laughs> but um, oh, this is actually a major one too because uh, Chiefs, a lot of O line turnover coming in after that Super Bowl run. You know, a lot of people credit that. Super Bowl win with how well that offensive line p- played, you know, pitched a shutout, you know, no, the no sacks. Just going to go get their money at this point. So which <laughs> more power to him. Orlando Brown Jr. Left tackle. Uh, you know, they were the teams were the, uh, the team and the player were in negotiations to sign him longer term, but I think those negotiations went bad. So the chiefs are no longer going to pursue him and, and he's no going to be able to sign Orlando Brown Jr. Yet, Cause I think he's just trying to get the big money, which is going to be, <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah yeah i can see it I, you know if the bears want to just go like all in i mean they can solidify that line then right because they're really quick yeah really quick he's a left um, tackle so he's the kind of player that would get that big second contract mm-hmm. yeah. andrew yeah. White, i think was a right tackle for them so that's probably why his is a little bit lower you know on the team he's on now but then of course you want to talk about that big signing they did Jawan taylor offensive tackle i think left tackle from jacksonville Mm-hmm. Four years, eighty million dollars, and so you know, two two out the door, one back in, <laughs> and then you still need another tackle. Yeah, um, I don't think there's anything else from the Chiefs because I thought you would you would think some other people would leave, but eh, yeah, so they, I mean, they've let certain people walk. Like I think Juju has uh, is, has walked and um, that kind of thing. But yeah, we we're, we that's one to keep an eye on to see what the what the Chiefs do to con- kind of continue on their run, you know, because. Uh, you know, the last team that like it, no one wants to be like the the uh, the Rams, you know, they don't even make the playoffs a year following the, their Super yeah. Bowl. win. Um, I want to actually just let me just <coughs> jut in right here. I, I do want to talk about um, cause I don't know if we have them uh, have them on our script, but uh, let me double check myself before I just like crash everything. But yeah, um, the Eagles real quick, because they made some moves as well. It was uh, not many. They only have like I think they signed a total of four players. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, so they got Brandon Graham, defensive end, one year, six mil. Boston Scott, two year, two mil. So, you know, he's staying. I think my, they let Miles Sanders go. Miles Sanders is out. He's going to go somewhere else. And then finally, their, uh, their one big contract was with James Bradbury, three years, 38 million. Glad to see um, a vet actually, you know, staying on the team he went to, you know, especially yeah. he went from, uh, divi- like, I think, yeah, divisional rivals. And yeah. now he's getting paid by the other team, which I know the Eagles are actually famous for like getting all those players somehow and just doing something with them. Um, and then finally Rashad Penny, you know, he's, we talked about him, but we don't know his deal yet. Uh, it's to be determined, but I think it's, it's a one year, mostly it's going to be a one year deal of some kind. Cause it just says TBD from where I'm looking right now, but yeah, they got, you know, a rotational, uh, Running back room, you know, running back committee. Yeah, and will. <laughs> that's that. That's what gave, gave him a lot of success last year too. That and the AJ Brown go route. But um, 
you know, those are those are good things to touch on. That's actually a good catch. I don't. Yeah, we don't have it on our script. I was just like looking to it's see. All if good because it, it was quick because they only had four. And I I think they're just trying to retain more so, and then maybe like if they have to get like cheap deals getting in because I think they're just trying to keep that Super Bowl window open yeah. as wide as possible. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> we talked about this deal on the uh, on the Ram side of things, but let's talk about it on the Miami side of things, and Ooh. you know we'll go into other deals. That I'll let you made. take the Miami side because I already said enough for the Rams. <laughs> oh man, Jalen Ramsey to the Ram uh, to to the Dolphins, fantastic move I think for the Dolphins organization, at least on their defense. You know they got they've done a lot of moves. You know Bradley Chubb, and they also have Xavier Howard on the other side. Mm-hmm. So they're, you know, Jalen Ramsey still in his prime. He got a two year deal, I think, you know, 18 to 20 million a year, maybe more for each year. I don't I think he's fully guaranteed. I think that was part of his deal was at the remaining two. Oh, years they actually gave him a, I didn't hear about a deal yet unless that, that just recently come out. You could fact check me on that one, but, but I okay. think they, I think they, uh, they guarantee the remaining two years on his contract. I think that was uh, part of the deal. And so okay. that would be okay. the 20 and Never 20. Mind. I forgot. Cause he had two more years. That's yeah. Right. And you know, because he's a he's a twenty eight year old corner that's only apparently worth worth a third round pick. But, um, you know, for 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 the Dolphins organization itself, you know, they they brought in Vic Fangio, and you know, Vic Fangio has a lot of reputation for running good defensive units and solid defensive units. Probably a home run for them in terms of being able to lock down one side of the field with Jalen. With yeah, you know, they with fleeced the player. Rams for that one. <laughs> oh yeah, it's almost as bad as the Bears fleeced the the Panthers. No, is it almost as bad as the Houston Texans trading off all their people when, when uh, Bob was there? <laughs> oh man, we don't want to talk about Bill O'Brien, but he is now the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. We forgot to mention that, but oh, yeah. <laughs> or we we forgot <laughs> to acknowledge that, but yeah. Anyway, but like for for the Miami organization. This is a fantastic move, man. Like I, I have nothing else to say about it. Like I think that front seven is going to thrive a lot because Jalen Ramsey has the ability to lock down a, a receiver for you know extended periods of time, mm-hmm. and I think it's just going to benefit the entire defensive unit. Yeah, I think the only other signings they have was just Mike White. They got Mike White from the Jets. You know, that's yeah. a solid back. They do need a solid backup though because uh, we don't we don't we know don't, what's no. going to happen with Tua. Yeah, but Tua, and I'm not saying he's going to all of a sudden have the CTE symptoms all of a sudden just come out right now, but you just don't know. Like, if he goes down again, you know, knock on wood, at least they have Mike White. Mike White has shown that he can actually lead them to some, lead a team to victories, you know, when supported and stuff like that. Uh, I think they only just picked up a couple of linebackers, notably like David Long, uh, Jr., I believe. Uh, they got him for two years, 11 mil, and then they just re- they re-signed both. Uh, I think they, yeah, they re-signed yeah. most of their running back core and Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson, Jr., both of them got two-year deals, less than 10 mil a piece. But, I mean, hey, they're just trying to retain. And yeah. then, obviously, they're trying to build up that defense, as you can see. And uh, I got the contract for uh, Jalen Ramsey. So, he signed a um, – if I see – if I yeah. Signed a three-year, $55 million contract uh, with the Dolphins, including an 8. Uh, 8.8 signing bonus. 35.5 of it is guaranteed. Average annual salary of, like, $18.3 million. So, the man, the man got his money. I mean – I think even when he was in Jacksonville, he was definitely making his money too. Because I still remember he came in. Uh, yeah, it was Jalen Rams that came in on a um a bank, the uh, the bank van and stuff like that after he got paid. So that was that was pretty funny. But um, Miami again, we're gonna see if Miami can actually put it together instead of fizzling out in the second half of the season though. So I just can't believe they got one of like a top three, top five corner for just a third round pick. That just that just you know I would I would have traded for him. I don't care if it's introduced. They wouldn't trade it. They would trade say I'm just saying, man, like third round for that man. I would have easily. You tell me a third round, I can turn that into a Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a. That's all. I, that's all you can. That's all you can really say. Um, 
you know, speaking of, okay, uh, Bengals, they've done a couple moves, but not much of a big deal. I don't really have much of an opinion on these ones. Do you want Jermaine to rattle Brett, through? linebacker, three years, 21 million, and they signed uh, Michael Thomas, the safety Michael Thomas, for <laughs> a year. And that's about it because they just got to – I don't know if they're, I think their window is like, I feel like it's this upcoming year. Cause I know Burrow has a contract extension looming. So it's really like, this is the year or else, but I don't think they had a lot of money to like, just pour into again, like they did before. So yeah, you know, they had a chance, they had a chance. And next up we had Browns. They're not, they're not meh, like the, the Bengals. They have def- they did sign defensive tackle Dalvin Tomlinson to a four year, $57 million deal. Which is a pretty good move. I think that's a pretty solid move is as an anchor for their defensive line. Um, if only their offense can be the same, you know. If only their <laughs> offense could be the same. Well, who knows what they'll get out of Deshaun Watson because that's the that's the thing everybody's keeping their eye on because you know how you know how haters work, you know, everybody's waiting for that too. Getting uh, paid, he got a fully guaranteed contract with them. So it's a yeah. two hundred and thirty million fully guaranteed or two thirty five million dollar uh, fully guaranteed contract. So I mean, hey, this man, whether win or lose, he getting paid two hundred and thirty million. Yeah, and so if you're a Browns fan, you're kind of holding your breath because you know there's a lot invested in uh, him being successful. So hopefully he can, you know, maybe turn things around on their offensive side. But you know they're they're, oh, they're offensively they 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 definitely sign like the best center ever in uh, Ethan Posick. You know, oh for yeah, some, <laughs> for some of you uh, people Ethan out Poch. there, you'll you'll know this man right here. Three years, eighteen mil, and they also sign another defensive end, uh, Obo uh, Okoronkwo, for three years, nineteen. So that's like they're they're three big signings besides you know a linebacker but i don't know um browns is weird because like I'm, they became forgettable for a good chunk of that season especially after deshaun watson came back so i wasn't mm-hmm. even like going out to watch him either i was just like oh browns are just losing yeah but a team <laughs> that we did like watching detroit lions there you go <laughs> you know they they've made some moves uh notably the the move that's kind of been making waves cam sutton Cornerback for the formerly formerly cornerback for Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. signs with Detroit three years thirty three million dollars. I think Cam Sutton's a solid player for them. Yeah, because I, I forgot the their uh, their corner. Uh, I forgot his name, but uh, they they drafted him a first. They have a first round corner that they drafted, but um, yeah. Let me go look it up because I'm trying to think about him too. Yeah, but he hasn't been um, that first round corner that they needed. So I I can see why they went out. Um, you know, they went out and got like who they got for their cornerback. So I don't know. I'm trying to remember what else they definitely need to probably like think, consider quarterback at some point, at least late rounds. I'm not saying they need to, they, they should, they're going, they're going all in on Jared Goff, but um, if they could just continue that streak, they had the second half of the season. They, they bring that, you know, into here. I mean, who knows? Like uh, the, the world, you know, they may even like hit, hit a playoff appearance. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if the if if uh, if Aaron Rodgers gets traded, you know that division kind of is like a it's a little bit of a different tilt. But you know, because we'll, we don't know what we're gonna get with Lions again or with Bears. And yeah, you know, Jeff, then there's Jeff Okuda, Vikings. by the way. Jeff Okuda. Jeff Okuda was a, yeah, what I was about to say. Ohio yeah. State. Yeah. So he they they drafted him right pretty recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Jeff Okuda and Jerry Jacobs, and I imagine Jerry Jacobs is probably gonna lose his spot to. Uh, Oh, of course he is. Come on, yeah. you're gonna put Cam Sutton in there. So my thing is, they're basically just trying to. Solid- I mean, one of the issues they had was definitely when teams were throwing the ball on them. So they lost like the like I think a, a couple of tight games for that. So they're just basically solidifying that aspect, and then just um, 
you know, we'll see what happens. I, I, there's nothing else except for can they keep that magic happening in Detroit? Yeah, they point. just got to keep the good vibes going. Oh, and they also did sign another corner, Emmanuel Mosley, to one-year $6 million deal, but it's more of a rotational piece. But I think that everybody just wants the feel-good story of the Lions to keep rolling from last year because, you know, like we were talking, we always talk about how a lot of teams played two two separate halves of the season. They were a team that were terrible in the first half. You know, they lost to us, and that's pro- part of the reason why they didn't make it to the playoffs. And, uh, and they just re-signed Alex Anzalone to it, uh, linebacker, three years, 18.8. Yeah. So I'm glad they're just retaining their talent. You know, I don't they know got what else, They just got to be solid. They got to go in and just win games at this point. So Yeah, and, you know, they got Aiden Hutchinson and um, Houston uh, as, as the other linebacker, too. They got they got a lot of things going. This is their edge. They have two edges. <laughs> they just yeah. they have those two edges. It's like uh, yeah, they can lead. He's, as a linebacker. he's like an outside linebacker, but, you know, he probably lines <laughs> up on the line of scrimmage as well. A lot. Yeah, he's, he's more of a on the uh, hands-down linebacker. So, yeah. I mean, again, they got, like, a, they could just um, – they have the deal. They have the front. They're just trying to, you know, get the back now so that, like, at this point, win games. If they can make yeah. a playoff appearance, I think they at least uh, got expectations. Oh, yeah. I think if they – I mean, I think the expectations for everyone, even, you know, non-Lions fans, is after seeing what they did last – for the second half of last season, you know, is to, to make the playoffs. Yep. Um, next up, Darren Waller. You know, uh, t- you know, um, very good tight end. Let's just put it, you know – very uh you and know man, his backstory too you know came he, up off he, of drugs he has a, and all that stuff yeah man. he has a backstory you know put it very <laughs> humbly like uh you know extremely good tight end for for the raiders traded to the giants for a fifth round pick yeah, like i think that's like that a tight end about for uh, that seems about right fifth fourth at most you know i don't know i don't know i think a third would have been nice but regardless at the very least giants got themselves a weapon um, oh yeah <laughs> I don't know who they had at tight end previously because Evan Ingram wasn't there, of course. So. Yeah, it's, uh, but like other <clears throat> other moves that you know Giants have done, Sterling Shepard, another one year deal. Even though I'm kind of surprised with that one because Sterling Shepard, I thought he he's been okay. He, he I thought been, he publicly said that he wanted to move on. Be, or no, who am I? Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Kenny Galladay. Yeah, Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay. They let go because they had to get some cap savings in there too. But he hasn't. Galladay had well. Galladay wasn't um, doing much. I think when Galladay was there, he wasn't doing much for them. No, he, that's so. that. That was the joke is that he was basically <laughs> robbing the Giants. Other moves they made, you know, they got Matt Breda in at running back to probably supplement Saquon. You know, yep. for a one year, two point three million dollar deal, which is always good. Um, they've signed Raheem Nunez Roches for three years. They've signed Bobby good old Punter. But yeah, <laughs> good old punter and Jamie Gillen. Jamie Gillen, four million. I would love two million dollars a year, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> and then Bobby Okereke for uh, four years, forty million as well. Which you know, in a Brian Dobble defense, is going to be or Brian Dobble's more offensive, I think. But yeah. you know, and what a Brian Dobble led team did last year on the defensive side of the ball, I think they're. I think these guys are going to continue to grow, which is going to be great to see. Hmm. Um, Next one up, we had Raiders doing the Raiders things. Mm-hmm. Big headlines. Signed Jimmy G. I don't have the deal in front of me, actually. If you, I got you. If you know the, if you know the deal. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G, quarterback of the future for, for, for the Raiders. Very lateral move, in my opinion. But the, the the Raiders are, you know, they got their new quarterback for the next season. Um, yeah, three what, years, 67.5 million. I think it's like 30 or 40 something of it is guaranteed. guaranteed. So yeah. probably like a couple years kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, Jimmy G, he's got weapons. You know, Hunter Renfro, he's got uh, Devontae Adams, and then one more I'm forgetting, but, you know, no longer 
Darren Waller, obviously. They got Jacoby. Well, did you say Jacoby Myers? Because they got him. Oh, yeah. They just signed Jacoby Myers from the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Three years, $33 million as well. And, um, yeah, so the – and uh, obviously retained Josh Jacobs on a franchise tag and signed Amir Abdullah as a backup for one year, $1.7 million as well. Yeah. Solidified their – a lot of offensive weapons. I don't know the state of their offensive line. They signed Brandon Parker for a one-year, $1.5 million deal, but – other pieces on their offensive line, I'm not too sure about, but they need to keep Jimmy G upright if they want any semblance of success next he, year. He has injury concerns, is all I got to say. And then my question is, are they going? Are they now like now they're going to look elsewhere in the draft? Because a lot of people were saying, um, you know, they were going to trade up. They were going to trade up to the Seahawks. <gasps> Ooh, excuse me. They were going to trade up to the Seahawks for a um, um, a quarterback before, but now not anymore. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Maybe they're doing a similar thing that we are, which is, I mean, the the terms of that contract are, you know, similar to Geno's. Um, obviously, Geno has a lot more upside in his, but they, they in a three year deal, maybe they're just looking for a bridge situation. The Raiders oh, he's definitely made. a bridge, like the bridge, like you, I guess Madden terminology, the bridge mentor, if you will. Yeah, and so I mean, well, that's what he's kind of been at the Niners too with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, but Andrew, um, yeah. Yeah, injured. <laughs> the uh, but you know that uh, as far as that team is looking for, they're probably just trying to solidify themselves, you know, and maybe look for a quarterback in the later rounds this year or early rounds next year. Yep. Um, Texans. They Texans are a team that were active on paper. Yeah. I mean, they they didn't really do any home run signings besides Robert Woods whoa, for whoa, two whoa, years. Whoa. They signed the myth and the legend chase Winovich. Do you not follow him on Twitter, man? Like, come on. That's the guy that like a lot of people, <laughs> but chase Winovich is a little, is a, is a little bit uh, like Twitter famous and stuff like that. Like, is just, he really just, 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 just a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just flaming him up just, just a little bit. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Cause I was going to say he's a, you know, he was a good player for the Patriots, you know, when he was on the Patriots, I don't know too much about his career trajectory at, at this point, but if he's not still on the Patriots and he's only getting paying 2.75 million for a one year deal, I imagine it's not a, a lot of uh, pr- productivity on his side of things these days. Yeah. Um, I don't know. that. Other overall Texans active on paper to me. Yeah. I think they also got uh, Jimmy Ward at uh, D, uh, I think cornerback Jimmy Ward or defensive back Jimmy Ward. Mike Boone signed into a two years. They traded for Shaq Mason from the Bucks though. That was a little bit of like a solid trade in my opinion, just to at least start to shore up the O line for that future QB, uh, whoever it is, either CJ CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, depending on what one and two do. Yeah, uh, Hassan Ridgeway. A lot of one-year deals, if you will. Um, the only big, big deal is just uh, Robert Woods, but um, it's just a vet receiver. No, no, mm. no, no shade against Robert Woods. It's just um, two years, seventeen mil. Um, I don't know what else to say. It's just uh, they're active on paper. The, the big thing was just Robert Woods, right? At least they have yeah. a receiver for their future quarterback. They have something. Yeah, well, um, along with Brandon Cooks, right? They're not like the the Carolina Panthers where they have nothing now, you know. Yeah, uh, that him with care uh, with Brandon Cooks is a good one-two punch. Can't remember their tight end's name, but he was pretty solid as well. And then obviously they got our guy Damian Pierce on mm-hmm. at running back. So, you know, the like you said, the the biggest probably move is Robert Woods. But I also really like that Shaq Mason move from the Bucks because Shaq Mason's a pretty solid guard too. Oh, of course. I just I think the Bucks couldn't. I think the Bucks. Yeah, I think they're just looking for a quarterback overall, but. Um... 
I don't. I yeah. I guess they're they're, they're trying to get rid of some talent because they they have a lot of money held up in their receiver, the receiving core right now, and stuff like that. So that's why the Shaq Mason trade happened. Help them save on cap savings, and Texans got themselves a good guard. I don't know how good the whole O line is, um, besides like you know a few standouts like with their tackles and stuff like that. But you know, hopefully they, you know, I want to see who they draft, and I want to see just what they look like come next year. Yeah. Next up, we had Vikings. Vikings were had a, had a few moves, nothing too super splashy, but uh, we could just rattle through them. Josh Oliver, three or twenty one million, which I think this made headlines because he's primarily known as a blocking tight end, so yep. people were. People were saying maybe the Will Disley deal wasn't so bad, but you know it's uh, he 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 does do good as that sixth look, sixth man with his hand on the ground for mm-hmm. for them, especially with their rush attack. They signed defensive end Marcus Davenport from uh, Saints. like a Saints, yeah, for a one year thirteen million dollar deal, which is pretty solid because Vikings. I think the headline was Vikings. Well, really quick, you know, Garrett. Mm-hmm. They they signed Garrett Bradbury on a three year fifteen point seven five million dollar year and re-signed Nick Mullins. I think the biggest headline for for the vikings has been zadarius smith asking to be released and people kind of roasting zadarius smith because zadarius smith was like you know he he went out there on twitter and he thanked the minnesota organization and the fans like he had been released but i don't think minnesota had actually released him yet yeah i saw that i saw some articles on that like he wants to be released and vikings like we don't want to release you yeah, you're so. under contract. <laughs> and it's, yeah, that's like a bit of an issue. And they, I think he even asked for like, hey, can I, you know, for a trade. And they're like, yeah, we don't want to trade you. We don't want to let you go. We don't want to do anything yeah, like he that. He sacks last year, so you can't blame him for looking for money. You know, that's a that's a very solid, you know, uh, defensive lineman. Yeah. But I I, can't, I couldn't help but thinking like when he said, he when he when he uh, tweeted out, you know, thank you, the Minnesota fans, for making me feel at home and all that stuff. It, it reminded me so much of that episode of The Office where Mike, Michael just walks out of his office and shouts, I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> Goes back yeah. in his office and I think Pam or, or uh, Pam or Oscar come in and they're like, you know, just saying that you declare bankruptcy is it doesn't mean you actually are claiming bankruptcy. He's, and Michael goes, I didn't say it. I declared it. <laughs> <laughs> There's two different things, man. Two different things. It's like elephant yeah. and elephant seal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know what that uh, situation is kind of panning out to be over it's there for them. one at that. I don't know that for sure, especially with their defense being horrendous uh, at the end of the year and costing them a lot. So Yeah. Yeah, they kind of... Uh, Man, I don't know. It's just kind of a middling team, but you know, we we we've talked a lot about the Vikings over the course of the year. They they've been one of those teams that you know they they have a lot of wins on paper, but haven't been really convincing. You know, we're just passing on the same criticism that was passed on to us for all those one score wins that we would always have. Yeah, it's up to Kirk Thuggins and the team to see Kirk what they do. <laughs> Uh, next up, this one's we got we could rattle off these next two pretty quick. They're not yep. uh, Bucks and ty- Bucks. First off, signed Jamal De- Jamel Dean to a four-year, fifty-two million dollar deal. I, is that a re-sign or did they go out and sign him? Where was re-sign. he? Re-sign. Yeah, that's what team. I thought. And you know, I think he played opposite of Antoine Winfield Jr. Right? Uh, yes, if I remember correctly. I just know they need to start retaining some talent on that team, and uh, uh, that's at least one. I think they're still yeah. trying to work. I think they were actually working some magic to get some cap, and then if not, looking to see um, at all their contracts. But I haven't heard much from the Bucks side of things besides, uh, you know, you know who's their, who's going to be their quarterback. You know, yeah. <laughs> I've heard Baker Mayfield has been rumored to go over there and you know be the man, but who knows? 
Yeah, maybe they just kind of do like a bridge situation like uh, Raiders as well. Because they ain't high enough for to get a quarterback. I know that's for sure. Unless like quarterback, like all of a sudden it's like, why is this quarterback here? I'm not saying he's like the top five, but like we'll take yeah. him. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, I don't think a, t- a quarterback will drop. Like, if if something drops into their lap, you know, that uh, that would feel like a, a huge injustice. But, you know, that's, that's just me being salty. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we had Titans. You know, Titans, they've released a number of their players, a lot of their organization. They're basically like, hey, we need to get our shit together. Rebuild. Really? They, they had their window. Because we all seen when they were actually in the playoffs yeah. and stuff, and it's like, that. that's it. Like, you have that year, maybe the next. But then after that, they're even trying to shop uh, King Henry, which I haven't seen anything on that yet, so... If we yeah. get if we get him for a seventh round pick, I wouldn't mind. That's not a that'd be a good bridge running back. <laughs> oh my gosh, please! I wish we had King Henry on the team. Do you know how awesome that would be? Just hey, I just hey, love man, the just, way just... He, he just he he just fits in with our beast mode like type of mentality when we love when we when it comes to runners and stuff like that. But they're not going to let him go for anything cheap. Yeah, uh, but course. they went out they went out and signed uh, offensive tackle, tackle Andre Dillard, three years, twenty nine million from I believe the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that's a pretty solid move. They've, of course, let go of their center and I believe Taylor Lewan, their mm-hmm. left tackle. I forgot to also mention for the Eagles, they retained uh, Jason Kelsey. Okay. Yeah. He's that's coming, a, He's that, coming back for another year, basically. Yeah. That's He's just kind of seeing himself out type of thing because, mm-hmm. you know, he ain't going to go anywhere else. But that's mm-hmm. good to see. Yeah. Um, obviously. And yeah, Andre Dillard, I think he plays left tackle. And so yeah. he's probably taking Taylor Lewan's spot because if he was on the Eagles, he I think Lane Johnson was that right tackle. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. Correct. But, Pretty solid move for an offensive tackle, only three years, $29 million. You know, they're probably going to look to continue building in the draft because uh, Mike Vrabel's an O-lineman. He knows how important they are. Yeah, that's very true. And I'll let you rattle off this one because it's talking about Broncos. And it's, for once, I don't think it's a bad thing to uh, to w- what the Broncos are doing down there. You want to go through? Yeah. Um. Apparently, they think it's a good idea to protect Russ. I don't know if it's supposed to be a slight against us or not, but um. yeah, so they got uh, Mike McGlinchey. Uh, I believe he was from the 49ers or because he wasn't or was he already I think there? 49ers. 49ers. Okay, so they got him right tackle five years, 87.5 million. So basically, Big money. Saying, yeah, they, we, we need to protect Russ <laughs> besides have actual good offense, uh, offensive scheme. Uh, tight end, uh, Chris Manhurts, two years, six mil. Linebacker, Alex Singleton, three years, 18 million. So that's a good one. Zach Allen, defensive end, three years, 45.8 million. Uh, running back, Samaj P. Ryan, you know, representing the Pflugerville <laughs> out here in Texas. Um, over there now with the Broncos, two years, 7.5 million. Quarterback, Jarrett Stidham, two years, 10 Stid million. Stid him. Stid him. Because, you know, if... <laughs> Russ isn't the one. Stid him will take a stand. Uh, two years, ten million dollars. <throat> uh, an offensive lineman, Ben Powers, four years, uh, fifty-two million. Uh, fifty-two million. I think he was a guard, if I remember correctly. Uh, punter Corliss Waitman, one year, nine forty. Another offensive lineman, and Quinn Bailey, and linebacker Jonas Griffith. Um, they just, uh, to me, it's just like we signed. You know. Uh, it's basically the offensive line and defensive line with that one, and that's which is the right move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, personally. Uh, but I'll, I, in the script, I'm the one that put. Uh, I think the uh, Broncos think it's a good idea to protect Russ, but I kind of put that sarcastically because I think what Broncos fans found out is the best version of Russ is the one that's imp- like has For has to ad lib. Yeah, it creates his own offense. He has to ad lib. He's always kind of like uh, went, he, under pressure. 
you don't get that when you when you invest in an O-line for him. So you might not get the best out of Russ, but you also might get the, a different kind of Russ. We'll see what what the Broncos do. But Sean Payton's already off to a good good start. He's solidifying a lot of areas of that team. Oh, Obviously, your right tackle was was important, but also you know um, just oh, through shoot. just throughout their defense on the roster. Yeah, did we already talk about Andy Dalton where he's going? Because like as we were we, talking we skipped- on this episode, we uh we got there's been updates, and I'm looking at it right now. But um besides Andy Dalton, but did we uh talk about him? By uh, uh, we didn't. I think we skipped over Panthers because we didn't. They don't have much going on at the moment. Well, I could at least say uh, this is just like some extra stuff we can and we'll do this and we'll wrap up the episode. So basically, Colts they let go of Matt Ryan. By the way, they cut him. Are they planning to cut him? By the way. Okay. Yeah, um, you know, because they let they traded Stephen Gilmore, which helped create for them twenty seven point point one million in cap space, which is nice. Um, Matt Ryan, right? Yeah, for Matt Ryan, and um, no, actually trading Stephen Gilmore and releasing Matt Ryan combined. Combined. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You know, Andy Dalton is uh, he has a two year, uh, ten million dollar deal. Eight million of his guarantee with the Carolina Panthers, so he's their starting quarterback, of course, until whoever or or you know they're going to get a quarterback, and Andy Dalton's just going to be the backup. So they said, "Hey, stay here for two for two years, man. We we at least need you. You're solid." Um, let me see. Uh, they also, as part of the Colts trade to acquire Matt, his agent negotiated a new contract that included a twelve million dollar guarantee that was not in. Oh wow. He, so apparently Matt Ryan remains entitled to a $12 million still from mm-hmm. the Colts. So again, you know, being a fired being quarterback, <laughs> we always get proven that being a fired quarterback, you still get paid. Cowboys actually signed back uh, linebacker Leighton Vander Esch for two years, $11 million. Oh, damn. Um, yeah. And I then, hate to uh, see that because I, uh, Vander Esch is a good player, and I hate when, when the oh, Cowboys do good moves. We have another Seahawks uh, deal happening. So we are actually finally. Did it just happen? Deal. Yeah, well, it happened around uh, literally at around six, so around the time we started, they're okay. finalizing a deal to bring back defensive tackle Jaron Reed on a two-year deal. Uh, oh, two really? Years, so it's two years, a max of ten point eight million from a. Source. Yeah, that's because uh, we get. I think he, he was on the Packers, or he after he left us, and he kind of got money that he wasn't. Uh, we weren't going to give him, but kind of came we're full still circle. Going out, I hope we still go after an edge slash blue chip defender still with our pick. I, I hope they don't just do something like quarterback. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> so much pain um, on that front seven. Uh, Chargers are actually releasing their starting guard, Matt Failer. Uh He had an 8.5 million cap hit uh, for 2023. Uh, who else? We have uh, Vikings. Uh, they signed back their all pro long snapper, Andrew DePaula. Uh, reached we love our three. long snappers on the misreps podcast. Of course. Uh, three years, four point, uh, 4.025 mil. Um, who else do we have here? Che- oh, wow. <laughs> um, he, oh, wow. This is funny. So apparently they tried to, uh, che- uh, they tried to actually, uh, for a backup QB movement. Uh, one team checked in this week with the recently retired Chad Henney. And they were like, "Hey, you want to be? You want to come back?" And he, he apparently declines it. I'm going to remain retired, my guy. I, yeah. I got a Super Bowl. I'm not trying to just come back and be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Uh, Caleb McGarry is signing back with the Falcons on a three-year, thirty-four point five million dollar deal. Ask. Yeah. Um, who else we have? Okay. Yeah. So, and McGarry is their right tackle. So they basically just trying to keep that O line in. And finally, we have some. Oh, apparently, Panthers are trying to. They're trying to host the former Vikings receiver, uh, Adam Thielen. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. I wouldn't mind Adam Thielen as a third receiver. 
they don't have a receiver. He would be their receiver. What you mean? No, for us. Oh, oh yes. Facts, facts, facts. Uh, and then New England is re-signing Jarrell Peppers, uh, safety to a two-year deal. And I don't think... Uh, See, yeah. in the two in the in the two hours since we started like recording and recording this and like planning to record this, <laughs> shit's happening. Yeah. Oh, and then oh, okay. Here you're gonna love this one. So this is from in the division. Uh the 49ers free agent defensive end Samson Ibukum, if you remember him. Mm-hmm. He signed a three year, twenty seven million dollar uh max deal with the Colts. So he's over at the Colts now. They got um, that pipeline <laughs> between right. DeForest Buckner and now him. Yeah, Raiders got they signed a fullback and 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 Jacob Johnson. Uh, Vikings resigned their kicker Greg Joseph to a one year deal. Oh, and then the Arizona Cardinals are bringing back uh, Will Hernandez. Uh, I do kind of follow him a little bit. He's you know rep, uh, representing his culture and stuff like that. But uh, he's out there and he'll be their starter again because they do need offensive linemen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I. I wish there was some other news that came out, but um, besides that, uh, I think he got a two-year, nine million dollar deal. So they, uh, so they got him. The former second-round pick of the Giants stays in Arizona now, and then the Bills have actually restructured the contract of uh, Stephon Diggs. I think we kind of not in this in this episode, but they're converting his base salary basically into a bonus. They're just saving five point four million in the in cap space. And then finally, Titans. They are expected to sign a former 49ers uh, offensive lineman, uh, Daniel Brunt. Uh, Brunskill or Brunskill. So, yeah, yeah, you got some movement there. Yeah. And that's all. <laughs> that's all from us here. <laughs> but uh, with that, do you have anything? Uh, do you have anything else before we uh, sign off here? Um, I hope that we kind of either do like a re-signing of somebody on the Seahawks. I guess on the defensive side of things. Um, and if not, uh, what else? I don't know. When is the draft? That's kind of where I'm at right now. The draft is next month and I can't wait. Um, draft night, whenever that comes around, I'm definitely going to be tuned in because we're in the top five. Come on. Yeah. Man. You know, the, the draft is annoying because it's like, there's like, it feels like there's five minutes between every pick. They're like really milking it, but yeah. Oh, man. So yeah, that's it for me. What about you? Um, yeah. Like, like I said, man, we're probably like, by the time this podcast comes out, we're going to be so behind because like in the two hours already like 10 things happen and we don't release until the following morning. Um, but you know, it's, it's just been kind of really wild, you know, with like teams like the bears, there still with like, with all the cap they got, you know, hoping that they can make moves. So we'll do our best to stay up to date with all of the, um, the, the big moves that come on, like, you know, if Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, those type of mm-hmm. deals, um, we'll do those. If you follow us, if you all follow us on our YouTube, we'll, we'll keep you guys up to date. You know, we'll, uh, we'll give our thoughts and our reactions as, uh, as they come. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then here's a good one, uh, real quick on the Seahawks coaching staff. We are bringing Nico Thorpe in as a former player. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. As a coach? Yep. He's oh, going to okay. be an assistant coach. Um, uh, I think we brought, uh, I think we also brought two new offensive assistants in Donovan Jackson and Robbie Picasso. I don't know too much on them off the top of my head, but where the former Seahawk Nico Thorpe will be an official member as well. They actually posted it on Twitter. Um, like they posted like on Instagram and stuff like the full coaching staff. So solid. Cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's it from us um, here at Misreps podcast. Uh, please. Uh, you can, you can actually catch this podcast also on YouTube as well. You know, we got some clips up there too. Um, make sure you just, Hey, you know, on, if you're watching this on YouTube, Hey, just, just give us, a, you know, give us a thumbs up, follow, subscribe, ask some questions. You know, we, we want to talk with y'all, see what y'all, uh, you know, what y'all got to say on all of this, this free agency mayhem, 
Um, all the fans of every team, are, are you liking what everyone's doing right now? Um, do you not like something your your friend your team is doing right now? You know, let us know. And also, uh, come see us on Twitter and Instagram with our handle Mr. Epps. And um, see you again next week. Peace.